Hi everyone, welcome to the third episode of Sunny Bitcoin. In today's episode, I had a fascinating conversation with Nishal Shetty, the founder of India's largest crypto exchange, Wazirx. In the episode, we discuss Wazirx's record trading volume in the last week and the crashing of the website in the response. We discuss the launch of their new NFT marketplace, WRX, which is Wazirx's token's price touching $1 billion market cap. We also discuss Binance's investment in Wazirx and their involvement in Wazirx's day-to-day running. And last but not the least, we discuss the Indian regulatory environment around cryptocurrencies and the possibility of the entry of international crypto exchanges in India. I really enjoyed this conversation with Nishal and I hope you do too. Hi Nishal. Uh, Thank you for coming on uh, Sunny Bitcoin. I know it's a really busy time for exchange owners, so I appreciate uh, you doing this. Hey, Sun. Uh, thanks a lot for inviting me. And I think I uh, look forward to this conversation with you. I remember uh, the last time we met, uh, uh, it was, uh, I think it was at the Starbucks at BKC. Was that the last time a couple of years back? Yeah, that's right. And you had, <laughs> and you had just started Wazirx, right? I mean, it was still early days. Yeah, very early days. I think uh, just a few months into it, and uh, we met, uh, you know, obviously for different reasons of uh, the whole regulations and stuff. But yeah, it, it was very super early days for us. Yeah, just below the Zepi office. Oh my God! And I think you were a. It was really amazing to see a successful entrepreneur entering the crypto space in India. And I remember discouraging you from starting an Indian exchange, and what a journey it has been for you. So congratulations on that. We have a lot to cover. But for the audience, for those of you who don't know you personally, give us a little bit about your background, uh, a little bit about Crowdfire, which was really a successful uh, venture that you had before Wazirx. And how did you enter into crypto? Sure. Um, I, I started Crowdfire in around uh, 2010 as a side project. I was a software developer working in a startup. Um, and uh, this was like a weekend thing. You know? you, you're young. You have a lot of time in your hands. What do you do on the weekends? When you know only to code is you just sit and write something. And uh, that surprisingly took off. Uh, people started uh, using it. And this was, a, uh, this was a tool that helped you grow on Twitter back in the day. And Twitter was all the rage in 2010. Uh, so I saw that a ton of people started using the product. And it reached a stage where I was making more money from that than my day job. Uh, so the natural thing was to just you know quit. Um, and, and what and was I, the day job? Uh, I was at burp.com as a software developer. Um, so, Another very famous Indian startup for those of you who don't know, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it was one of those, uh, even before Zomato and everything, like Burp was the default uh, uh, product for restaurant reviews. Uh, so, yeah, so I quit and I, I started growing the uh, product and uh, it uh, organically started growing. We scaled it up uh, about a million dollars and after I quit in around one, one and a half years, I took it to a million dollars in revenue bootstrap. And then uh, we raised our first round. And by that time, we had uh, reached about uh, 7 million or 8 million users. So the objective was to grow users. And uh, I, I consider myself a very consumer-oriented guy, like uh, building consumer product. So more than the revenue, the the good thing was uh, we reached 7, 8 million users. And this was a global audience with uh, maximum from the US. About 50% of the users were from the US. Uh, social was not really big in India back then. Uh, then we raised our first round of capital and then we uh, grew to about 16, 17 million users in another uh, 12 or 18 months. Uh, and that's when, uh, you know, things started uh, going in the in a different direction than what I thought it should. Uh, and the reason being that uh, our, my product was built on top of Twitter, Instagram and Facebook APIs. And uh, these companies started changing the rules of their APIs. Uh, and they, they started targeting, you know, uh, whatever was lucrative because they wanted to bring that in into their own products and wanted to discourage others around it, uh, building around that. And that's when I realized that. Uh, so, see, the, the, the chain of events is important. The reason I started building on top of Twitter was because Twitter started quoting all the developers to build on top of their platform, saying we are building a platform for all of you. And all this while I was working together with them closely, I've helped them in the initial days of their platform by, you know, uh, even reporting bugs and everything. But when it came time for them to, you know, think about making money, then they forgot all the developers in the ecosystem. And uh, in parallel, while this was happening, I was, uh, you know, I've been on and off of uh, blockchain, but this was the time when it really connected with me. 
before that for me it Which was like was this was 2016 i think 2016 uh, mid 2016 this was the year when i could really attach that blockchain technology to my life where i understood okay you know here is a ecosystem where you can build what you want without having to ask anyone for permission and you know you don't have anyone later coming and telling no 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 you can't use this protocol or this api you can't do this and that and that's what attracted me uh, uh, but i just had the technology i didn't know what to build and uh, then you know i was just getting into it and then in 2017 i i was in the us i, I spent about 6 months in san francisco and that is where i started meet, going to a lot of meetups and uh, you know trying to meet uh, people and that's where i met quite a few people who are into blockchain building stuff so that's how i entered into it uh, it's been a slow and steady progression into uh, blockchain and crypto uh, and uh, when you know really i could tie my uh, uh, everyday life with that that's when i really you know took the dive so tell us a little bit about wazirx what was the trigger to start a crypto exchange in india uh, and um, how did you go about it sure um, so i think 2017 i i just came back to india uh, and and uh, i thought and the, in sf i was using the products there uh, like you know quite a few including coinbase and uh, they used to be good um, when i came back to india there was this whole frenzy of bitcoin i thought let buy some uh, in the country uh, through an indian exchange and i wouldn't name the exchange uh, definitely not zepay it's not zepay <laughs> it was a different exchange uh, Uh, because back then you just uh, logged into any product that you got just to buy you know it was madness so uh, and but the thing is it took me about 3 or 5 days uh, to buy my uh, first bitcoin and uh, a lot of things happened in between uh, and by that time the prices had shot up so so this was frustrating but again uh, i'm of the opinion that frustration does not mean you just go and build a new company because you're going to put a lot of time into it so i started researching and looking at what was happening in the ecosystem and i saw that uh, i was not the only one suffering from this uh, there were others and uh, there was also a i i believed that there was a trust deficit in the market because uh, the way i chose the product was also a google search i chose it i used it but then i realized i don't know the people behind it i don't know if they'll shut down tomorrow and just you know just close shop and go and i lose everything so that trust deficit i definitely saw and uh, you know i realized that the way to build trust is to put yourself out there as a founder in front of people um, so so looking at this i i thought let's build this again i was not sure so i just announced it i did not really build anything we put a sign up page and we said we would build it and internally we, uh, we me and my uh, colleagues had decided that if people so many if let's say 2000 3000 people sign up then maybe we will start building otherwise what's the point so we put it out and surprisingly i think within a week we saw about 20 25000 pre signups uh, people just signing up and that was the final decision maker for me okay i'm not the only one you know who's thinking in this direction i think the people also want so with that in mind i just uh, uh, we went up about building wazirex of course the journey has not been that smooth from the outside uh, i think you always think why are they not doing this why are they not doing that what is wrong with them <laughs> once you get in you realize what was wrong it, that it's not such a trivial thing uh, there are quite a few issues to be solved both technical and the larger non technical issues around this whole uh, you know sector but i think it's been fun oh absolutely i appreciate it and i think uh, my conversation with you was absolutely honest from personal experience so i can feel your uh, pain what was the i've never asked you this why the name wazirex Is there so, any intelligent uh, theory behind it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is, uh, that is. Uh, so the thing is, uh, if you look, if you think about yourself as a trader, um, the the best way to really uh, succeed is if you make the right moves uh, at the right time. And uh, you know, Wazir is the queen piece in chess, which can make any move on the board, and uh, practically the most powerful piece uh, in the whole game of chess. So, and and uh, I've been fascinated with chess. Not that I'm a great player, but you know i like i like that game uh, it's all about thinking the right moves so we use that term wazir and uh, uh, somehow it did not complete it didn't feel complete and then you know we were trying out what to put and then suddenly like you know why not put x for exchange so that's how it became wazir x interesting okay all right so you've been in the news uh, lately first of all congratulations on the 
record breaking 270 million dollar trading volume in just Three, 24 hours 350 million the next day so we we, that, we hit that <laughs> that is spectacular that is just someone who represents the indian crypto space i'm telling you it is a super proud moment uh, that this is still possible in india in spite of all this craziness around us so absolutely congratulations on that thanks thanks a lot crashing of the website so i thought maybe you might cancel today's <laughs> uh, you know a session what's going on what's yeah, happening no, no. so we fix it we fix it so um, quite a few things i don't know um, but uh, you know it's just not uh, one is uh, the scale was crazy so w- what you said 270 million that is when we started experiencing some uh, you know uh, struggle with the infrastructure and uh, uh, it was not just the infrastructure the problem is uh, on the infrastructure we were on we realized at this scale that there are some internal limits put on by your service provider themselves and when you hit those internal limits it takes time for them also to adjust to it and uh, you know increase your limits and for us uh, time was important so what we did was we quickly had to build a part of that component to just go live so that it could get started again um, and that took time and we did it and the next day the traffic was even double than what we were experiencing when we uh, you know put it proper so again we hit those limits so we had like two back to back issues and uh, you know when one thing goes down and and, and the limits of it's crazy we fixed a limit of one service provider then we realized there's a new limit being hit by a different service provider so then we had to contact them and they were not responsive so it, it's just madness i <laughs> i i've i've scaled uh, you know crowdfire to 20 million users and we've done it but i think in in crypto what happens is so when you typically scale products you can always uh, put a chunk of your work to the back back end where it can be delayed and it can happen over time but in in uh, crypto trading it has to everything has to happen right up once your trade is executed all that things that have to happen behind the scene has to happen instantly and that's where you know the scaling issues arise for most of the crypto exchanges globally also um but we'll get through and then um, i think something to add to on top of that we also experienced ddos at the same time after that so everything happened together i have not uh, really announced about the ddos because we were just busy solving but while we were just getting things back we got uh, attacked and uh, that was about i think 8 7 8 hours of ddos that was happening so so a ton of things to be built to just keep these things running i think we've sort of done it and now we're still uh, architecting and changing things so that our ddos also does not affect our trading uh, otherwise it was all tightly coupled so you know they bring down one thing but the rest of the site also experiences problems um, but yeah it's all a learning experience <laughs> this is the problem with crypto exchanges with success there is always a massive issue to resolve either it could be technical or then it's regulatory <laughs> you never have time to pop up bottle of champagne <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, I mean, uh, we hit our, uh, you know, ATH, and we, I, I slept. I, we had to sit through the night. We slept at six a.m. and then we had to wake up again at nine a.m. to continue working. It is crazy. <laughs> we've never, we've never cut a piece of cake or popped a bottle of champagne in Zeppe, no matter what. So I, I know what you're saying. No, I think, think, I think now, now I, now I realize the only way to party is to retire. That's the only way to party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a hint buddy you know how it feels like right now when you're <laughs> when i'm sitting opposite you uh do you think there's any specific reason for these uh, jump in the volumes this massive jump i think i think it's a build up from the last uh, 12 uh, 14 months in india right from march 2020 with the whole supreme court uh, you know uh, overturning the banking restriction to uh, the lockdown creating a massive number of people who understood bitcoin now because in that lockdown what we saw was uh, the the search queries for crypto related activities started increasing and we realized that early on that this is going to lead to a large number of people coming in because uh, you know see crypto is like maybe out of 100 people who read about uh, bitcoin probably uh, 5 or 10% buy in the first uh, 15 20 days but the rest it takes time it has to seep in and uh, that's all about you know encountering it again and again and again so what i see today is a culmination of the last uh, 6 12 months of uh, self education in india around crypto uh, where people are waking up to understand you need to be comfortable with the idea of bitcoin and it takes time 
you know you read it then your friend talks about it then the media talks about it then all those things put together and then in february we also had this whole regulatory uncertainty which uh, made people hold back and as soon as that, that got cleared a bit with our finance minister talking about not there not being a complete ban in india i think that has also eased uh, people into crypto so all of that and then elon musk tweeting about you know dogecoin and then tesla about uh, bitcoin that's also just adding to this whole uh, fire and of course we're going to talk about your views on the indian regulatory space uh, but the volumes are are growing um, as uh, in proportion with the way global volumes are growing or are the indian volumes growing at a faster pace according to you i think at least the last uh, few weeks this has been faster indian volume and i think uh, uh, i may not have the right numbers but i think in user sign ups it's even faster because uh, the ticket size in india is smaller if you look, uh, compare it uh, to the global uh, average ticket size of uh, consumers who trade in crypto but the number of people in india is way higher the number of people signing up it's crazy right now and if you are comfortable to share the number of uh, new users who are signing up yeah we we don't disclose it but uh, you know you know tens of thousands of uh, uh, multiple tens of thousands of people a day right now uh, so yeah well at the peak in december of 2017 at zepay we had about about 20 30000 people signing up and that was a previous price cycle so i can understand the volumes yeah. uh, right now um, right. yeah absolutely a lot of people are skeptical of such volumes you know and they especially people who are outside the space and they accuse uh, exchanges of wash trading or uh, you know kind of having these fake volumes to appear more competitive than other exchanges and uh, you know binance has been accused quite a few times of this especially with their large volumes as well uh, what's your response to that look i think uh, i wouldn't say that uh, i i do understand i i think uh, watch trading you cannot stop it because there's no regulation and uh, till regulation does not come you cannot be certain because this is all self reporting so i would always say yeah you should uh, you know take everything with a pinch of salt uh, but you know having said that uh, it does not mean that every exchange would do it or everyone is going to do it uh, i find that teams with integrity don't get into those kind of activities uh, and especially uh, let's take for example in our case we want to get regulated in the country now you cannot uh, start your base with uh, wash trading because some day everything is going to be opened up you know and you need to be ready for explaining uh, what happened to those volumes that you were projecting if you are faking them i think you are in, uh, going to be in a lot lot of tra- trouble in the long term so so companies that uh, you know and even binance for example they they think long term see they're not in it for the short term and uh, uh, you know uh, faking volumes they they would also not have gone too far there. uh the the fact that and the best thing is i think the way to see this is compare your volume with let's say the similar web ranking or the alexa ranking to understand the traffic that comes in i think as a consumer you should always look at uh, not just the volume but a combination of downloads ratings uh, alexa rank similar web when you combine all of this i think you get to understand because sometimes i see exchanges showing like tons of volume and then i see their traffic and i realize okay this is you know not really adding up So yeah, I I think it's going to exist till regulation does not come across the globe. But uh, users are getting smarter. So you can't fool users too long. <laughs> If you show fake volume and they come and there's no liquidity again, it's not going to help. I think that's a great response. I know you. I know a couple of other crypto exchange entrepreneurs in India, and I know at least some of us were um, in this space to build very legit companies and for the long term. And such activities is just foolish to think that will help. Uh, so. absolutely um, uh, agree with you congratulations on the launch of the nft marketplace on wazirx and is that really speedy execution or was that planned or uh, <laughs> it's great timing so what's the scene with that I think, what do you uh, feel about nfts in the future and what's your plan with this marketplace in the long run i think i think it's a combination um, at least in terms of execution what we do is uh, we really like to get things out as fast as possible because i think i think somewhere we've seen that when we think too much uh, we just don't end up uh, you know launching those things so this was definitely a quick execution and uh, you know uh, everything came together but uh, the ingredients or the things that made this i would say it, that's been in the making for a long time right from uh, the team that i could put together i've been uh, so sandesh uh, he's leading it i've been i've known him for about 4 5 years he's been building his startups so 
it that's been a gradual thing uh, you know but yeah the execution was really fast and uh, the idea is look i think uh, the last time i was really fascinated is when i understood about bitcoin and peer to peer transfer of value this time when i uh, and nfts in 2017 crypto kitties i was also like you know okay fine i'm i'm busy with bitcoin and you know let's figure this out but this time when i really dug deep i realized that uh, for the first time uh, we we have this option to own things digitally so digital ownership has become a reality thanks to nfts now in what form and shape and how that would happen i don't know but you look at you look at if i ask you about your wealth and when you think about it maybe yeah sure you are a bitcoin entrepreneur so bitcoin would be part of it but most times it's always uh, you know or possession it's always offline you don't say i possess a email account or i possess a twitter account so much uh, but you have a car a house a paintings everything now this possession uh, pie chart of yours uh, i think there has to be place for online possessions and that i believe nfts will cover that where maybe 5 years 10 years down the line when i ask you your positions you will say i have a car a house and then i have four uh, nfts uh, you know representing this much percentage of my wealth maybe that's the direction that it's going and uh, and i don't bet too much on the future but i if that is a future i want to enable the tools that are needed to make that future a reality and this is where the nft marketplace comes in uh, it's very early days there's no market in india right now but there's a lot of interest in people the amount of interest that people are showing in nfts is crazy i i don't know what is happening but i think india probably is going to be one of those countries that will leapfrog into nfts it's possible you know we also have the first uh, person of indian origin who has broken the nft records of the people painting right what are the so odds what are the odds in <laughs> india exactly <laughs> yeah i i i um, i well my personal views you know that i'm a bitcoin almost a maximalist or a bitcoiner only but i think um, when you're running an exchange it's good to keep your personal opinions about this space separate from the market demands and i think that's what wazirx is doing that's what you're doing and i think that's great um so the next i want to talk about a little uh, another record breaking uh, week or a few days that you're having is with the wrx with your wazirx token the price was under 10 cents almost till 2020 then was 50 cents till just recently till 29th march and today it's i think around $4 giving the token a market cap of 1 billion dollars do you think this is okay where do you see it going do you have any comments on what's happening um look it's very hard to say where it is going um, you know sometimes it surprises me as well you know on how things uh, can change in the crypto ecosystem but then when i compare this versus let's say uh, some other uh, projects out there i realize that uh, we've got over 2 million people using our product and uh, we've got great volumes and uh, that's a solid use case uh, every one of our most of our users use wrx to get a trading fee discount so that's a use case and then uh, we have this massive opportunity to build an ecosystem around it and we also have seen players like uh, binance's bnb building an ecosystem around it so there's a lot of potential for you to unlock uh, you know over time and probably that's where uh, you know i think uh, wrx is coming in front of people now and they're realizing that uh, from india if there has to be a large exchange that evolves and b- builds an ecosystem around a token probably uh, wazirx is going to be that and uh, you know that's what is working out i guess out here so do you think that for anybody who is interested in participating in the indian crypto space buying a wrx token is one way of doing it does it give them exposure to wazirx exchange the volumes and the profitability no see it's a utility token end of the day the only objective is uh, if you want to get discounts on trading as on today you can uh, buy that token the point is there are over 2 million people who need that token so that they can trade on the exchange and the whole token economics if you look at it is uh, whenever someone wants a token they have the way to acquire that is from the open market they have to go and buy it. and uh, you know early adopters what they see, look when i look at token right it's an ecosystem it's like an ocean with different kinds of uh, you know uh, people out there and uh, you know uh, there are some who need a token for using it there are some who need a token for uh, being the early adopters to hold it and to believe that this would be useful in the future and then there are some people who want to be those in between you know arbitraging maybe uh, moving things here and there so that's an in- entire ecosystem and uh, uh, the question is first to identify who you are and you know what is your role there 
and then playing that role. A lot of people in the initial days uh, did not uh, need Wazirx uh, WRX token because our volumes were not that big. Uh, so the markets did not reward us that way. As the volumes increased, the markets realized that more people are going to need it. Let's uh, you know buy this out. Then there's also this. Uh, when I talk to portfolio managers uh, in the crypto ecosystem, for them, when they want exposure to the exchange tokens, and uh, when they break that down by country and geography, um, for India, WRX is the default choice that they think of, and uh, that's where I think it helps again for the WRX ecosystem. Well, also the only exchange which, in my, uh, I think knowledge has a token, Zepay, Unocoin, and the other exchanges do not have a token, <clears throat> and I, I know that. At, then when I was at Zepe, we were always, uh, you know, confused about launching a token. And I think we took the Coinbase path where we were always concerned about, you know, security kind of regulations around tokens. But let's not get into that. Are there any immediate plans for the WRX token besides the trading discount? So, yeah, uh, well, I can't, uh, you know, I don't want to like uh, speculate on, you know, what we'll build because... Uh, we, I've tried a couple of times talking about that we'll build this and when we don't, uh, people get crazy. You know, they want it right away and uh, you can't time this. Uh, so, but yeah, that's definitely, in fact, one of the steps with the NFT marketplace launch what we're taking. Uh, it's a decentralized marketplace. So it's not a centralized one, it's a decentralized marketplace. And we are still figuring out uh, what's the right approach. But the idea is as, uh, look, my, my idea is that, um, as an exchange, I think you rightly said in the beginning, we should keep our personal things aside. Uh, but the crypto world needs both centralized and decentralized applications uh, for it to, let's say, centralize us to onboard, decentralize eventually for privacy and you know more use cases that centralized ecosystems can't build. And we want to be on both. And wherever we are on the decentralized ecosystem, I want to make sure that WRX is the token of choice there for transactions, because that's the only way in a decentralized ecosystem, you will need a token. That's the only way you can interact with products. So that's where I'm heading this towards. Like build more of the decentralized pieces and get WRX to be the token that gets used in these uh, decentralized components. It's going to take time. It's a long game, you know, um, but that's how I think I like to build things. And I don't want to think too much about uh, the near time fluctuations and valuations. But I think in the long term, if you have an amazing ecosystem of centralized, decentralized products altogether, and if they beautifully come in uh, and uh, you know complement each other, I think the token is going to be really useful, even more useful than it is today. Any specific comments on the fact that the WRX token increased 10x in a matter of a week from about 50 cents to $4? I mean, what happened? <laughs> I think uh, uh, quite a few things happened. Uh, uh, the, the biggest was the relief uh, from the whole regulatory, uh, you know, the ban thing that was happening. That, in fact, also impacted a lot of uh, sell-off happened during that time, not just in WRX, but Bitcoin, everything in India. And uh, once it was uh, from our finance minister's statement that she, India is not going to completely ban crypto to uh, the uh, parliament session getting done without any uh, bill being passed or uh, introduced, I think that has given a lot of uh, comfort to people, which uh, probably, you know, all of that, I think, uh, together you've seen that uh, growth spurt. And the other is what is happening is in India, uh, at least uh, WRX is getting very popular because the Wazirx brand is getting popular and WRX as a token is getting popular amongst people. And uh, I've seen a lot of people telling their friends that uh, the best way to get a 50% discount on your trading fees is WRX. So, you know, everyone wants to buy a bit of it and keep it to use as fees, if nothing at all. Um, that's a utility right there. You don't have to worry about what to do with the token. Buy them and use them up for fees. I do agree with you that I think the two developments that have happened recently, one is the statement from the Ministry of Finance, uh, Anurag Thakur, on uh, on paying uh, business income tax on you know cryptocurrency income and on his clarity of GST, and then the uh, the remark the, the amendment in the schedule for companies to declare their cryptocurrency trading almost is a is a turning point in terms of regulation in India. And for sure, I've used that as to tell people that this is a turning point in terms of regulation and to kind of convince people that Bitcoin is not getting banned because you cannot have an illegal uh, asset uh, on which the government comes out with these statements and regulations. So I, I totally agree with you. And I think it's great that that is reflected in the market as well as in uh, 
you know the value of your token and i can totally see the connection over there and i think that's a great segue into the next couple of questions around the regulatory space and the scene in india what have been um, uh, the biggest challenges in running a crypto exchange in india so far i think it's easier to tell what was smooth <laughs> rather than the challenges but uh, i think the, you mean the, the biggest challenges was so many <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, i think all, all fun uh, i think the regulatory is definitely one of the largest uh, challenges in the country no it's have sometimes... you seen uh, anything of uh, over the last month or the week has has there something changed at the at the at the level at which you operate at the operating level uh, i think overall in the country there's a larger acceptance amongst uh, the uh, let's say the regulators the law enforcement law enforcement highly i i mean uh, we've got an appreciation letters from law enforcement on the kind of help we've been able to provide and i think uh, that is an achievement in itself for us internally uh, and it's a great thing because uh, the thing is that they're getting more comfortable see it's always the case the first time you use a technology you just you know either you get it or you're like really upset about it or angry at it and then you start using it and then you know you like it and then you can't live without it and uh, right now i think the getting used to stages where uh, our country is uh, where they're trying to they're open now more open minded so yeah that's definitely more easing of things uh, but and the banking the uh, uh, infrastructure even banking uh, you know uh, quite a few of them now want to discuss see the thing is uh, everyone needs some comfort and uh, when you know you look at this whole innovation globally and then you look at large names coming in i think 2017 versus now i think the, one of the biggest changes is you have large names entering and being public about it public about their holdings public about you know what they're doing so that is probably giving confidence to people now visa mastercard are talking about it uh, so so that is giving a lot of confidence and now what is happening is i think now indian uh, companies are also realizing that if they don't try to get this knowledge yeah let participation is secondary i think the first is knowledge knowledge of this if they don't understand it today they'll be left behind so now i'm seeing a lot of openness to understand i wouldn't say the openness is to integrate bitcoin right now in their companies or in their activities but to understand what this is and that's a great start because before i'm sure you know they don't want to talk about it <laughs> so right now i think it's in the open mind open your mind stage it's fine it's getting better and with regulatory clarity happening what we've seen in other tech industries like e-commerce is that then it becomes a a, a fishing ground for large uh, international companies entering into india and over the last uh, week i think uh, coinbase announced they're setting up a well they said uh, to be honest a development office in india which can always turn into a branch office revolut which is a fintech company but also offers crypto trading is planned to enter india what do you feel about um competition from large overseas exchanges entering into india i think i think it's a good thing uh because ultimately what happens is uh, the markets get rewarded and uh, that's that the consumers get the best uh, options in front of them and uh, look i think if we 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 can't compete then there's no point existing and i think from a competition point of view i see it uh, as a very positive move uh though i think uh, there is a disadvantage in that uh, they've had all the time in the world and all the you know uh, options finance capital everything while in india it's not the case so so there is a disparity and i believe this is why i've been pushing for regulations and i want indian entrepreneurs to start up as soon as possible because otherwise yeah i think i know where you're coming from the same story will repeat of uh, you know if you look at the product scene in india uh, a lot of the products we use are uh, you know international products and only now i think the last 5 years maybe indian product companies have emerged but i'm hoping that in crypto we can really move fast as a nation and uh, have a lot of homegrown products uh, coming up uh, you know and for that regulatory easing is ne- needed some regulatory openness because there's still a lot of uh, capital that's not coming into the country in this sector because of regulatory uncertainty of course that's opening up i think the last few months you've seen uh, there are uh, fundings happening in this space which is really good and uh, i think it will increase but it's okay better late than never uh, there's still time i think for indian entrepreneurs to build larger companies in crypto before the onslaught of uh, you know foreign products coming in i guess you are being uh, really subtle over here from my background i i think we had a massive opportunity 
where a couple of crypto exchanges could already be as big, uh, if not bigger than some of the international exchanges. And we killed uh, the golden goose. But I'm uh, fingers crossed uh, that we have a local uh, scene and, you know, um, local exchanges uh, who are able to compete and are bigger. Uh, and, you know, something like what's happened in other tech industries doesn't happen in the crypto space. But um, uh, wishing for that. Any plans to expand outside India? Um, not right now. I would never say never. And I think, uh, you know, we should have bigger ambitions. But I think right now uh, we are on a mission to make crypto accessible to everyone in India. And that's not the case. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done to make that happen. And I think uh, I, I don't want to lose focus before we don't compete that I don't want to, like, you know, jump over. So we'll definitely stay focused. But I believe that, uh, you know, Indian products and Indian startups uh, will eventually evolve to include their services globally. And uh, crypto probably is going to be one of those first sectors. Because if you see, it's uh, far more easier for us to offer these globally except for if you want local fiat channels, you can start global operations. So I think crypto startups might really be ahead of other Indian startups eventually in uh, eating up global uh, market share. Let's hope so. We'll, we'll discuss after maybe a few years. <laughs> and the NFT marketplace, so any uh, special, uh, anything major coming out of Azirx in the next uh, few months, any special sunny Bitcoin announcements? Um. <laughs> Look, I, I, I think I just don't want to, you know, announce any feature because the way tech works, you don't know. You say it tomorrow and it might take four months to launch. And sometimes you say three you months. And coming it... soon. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. One thing uh, we are, uh, you know, it's again towards our mission is uh, we want, we have an open order book today and it's an exchange and it's uh, easy to buy. But I think it still needs some level of understanding of how order books work. So we are building a simpler way for people to buy their first cryptocurrency and uh, ease into the whole uh, you know, crypto ecosystem. So that is something that we're building. It should come soon. And probably, you know, this is the first time I'm talking about it out here uh, on video. Uh, but yeah, a simpler way. Uh, uh, we call it QBS, quick buy sell. So that's going to come soon. Awesome. Okay. So that's a Sunny Bitcoin special announcement. Uh, this is just the second episode, so thanks for that. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about the Binance funding. How did that happen and uh, how has life changed uh, since then? So uh, I think this was 2019, still in the you know uh, difficult days of, uh, I would say, regulatory uncertainty in the country banking restriction. And uh, we were growing, uh, and, but I, I, it was really a tough market. And uh, I thought, why not raise some funds uh, so that we could uh, keep building? And uh, I went out to talk to quite a few VCs. And obviously, that didn't work out that well <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, and that's when uh, I came across uh, uh, Binance and I st started talking to them. And uh, while money was a thing, but then I realized raising money was uh, the objective. I, when I spoke to them, I realized what was missing. Uh, was uh, even the understanding of how do you build a large business in uh, the in crypto uh, because uh, not many had built that in our country and we are probably one of the first generation entrepreneurs in this space and uh, there was no one to look up to you know where uh, someone would say hey, i built a business in crypto with uh, 5 10 million people using it billions of dollars in revenue and binance was that company and the beautiful thing is they did all that in 2 years uh, in two years, they hit a billion dollars in revenue. So, so, so when I saw that, I said, uh, uh, it's fine with the money, but I want to know, I want to learn how that is done. And uh, that was the biggest motivator. How do you rapidly scale a crypto startup? And no one does that better than Binance. Uh, you know, hands down, even today, they operate at the speed of light. As a large company, they, they still execute crazy. And I wanted to learn all of that. So, so that was the biggest motivator. And it's worked out well because... Uh, some of the learnings, see, the thing is, you, you can, we can all read blog posts and books and everything, but when you are in it, uh, you know, the, the kind of learning that, at least for me, I absorb and I, you know, the things around me and I learn better rather than reading or watching video. So when I can, when I was, when I got into the whole ecosystem of finance and how they build things, I think I learned a lot and uh, I could apply that on Vazirag. And that's how, if you see, we've grown tremendously. Uh, so, yeah, it's helped a lot in understanding how do you rapidly, you know, scale your uh, company. 
So how involved is Binance in Wazirx management or uh, how much influence do they have on you? Uh, we operate completely independently. And uh, I think this was something right on day one uh, 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 when I was talking to CZ also, uh, we had discussed and the plan was for them also not to, let's say, buy a product to use it for their own uh, you know, product uh, because they are a completely separate parallel chain. Uh, they're doing on their own. And uh, the objective was uh, for, for CZ also is like, how do you get people uh, to you know, onboard to crypto? And, uh, you know, when I said that I'm focusing on India, the mission aligned. So he said, okay, you continue doing and, uh, you know, whatever help we can give you, we are happy to do that. So for me, I would say it's still like uh, an investor on board, how they would work with you. That's how this is. And, uh, you know, it's, I think that's also probably, again, uh, I, I tell people that it depends company to company. Of course, they're, uh, they're, they are that way. But I think also the fact that they're so overburdened by the work they themselves have to do. I don't think they want to get into you know, other companies that are part of their ecosystem. So they're fine with uh, just metrics and understanding how you're growing. And if you need any help, it opens up doors because they're connected to the entire ecosystem. So that uh, in terms of help, I think uh, it's a very helpful uh, team altogether. Like everyone's out there to help you out. So that's been really helpful for us. So in the past, uh, when um, the industry was fighting the uh, RBI circular in the Supreme Court, uh, the crypto industry had come together under the umbrella of uh, the BACC, which you know I was a part of, and uh, under IMAI. Is there any industry uh, uh, industry initiative happening right now in terms of uh, you know uh, uh, advocacy or education to the government or conversations with the government? Absolutely. So we, we're still operating under BACC. And I think, uh, uh, you know, before this and after this, there's always been thought on, uh, you know, creating a separate uh, organization to do this. But I think uh, it's probably going to continue this way. Uh, but the good thing is uh, there's uh, quite a uh, lot of uh, work being done right now. And the, the biggest uh, uh, work that is currently we're all as an industry uh, undergoing is how do you uh, ensure that, uh, look, the government has two, two, two problems. One is the, all the negatives of uh, crypto. What are the problems that can occur? And second is uh, what are the things we are going to miss out you know, if we don't participate? So let's look at both. And what we are doing is we, want, we are preparing all the materials to address all the concerns, as well as also to ensure that we show the path forward for India in crypto. And then we want to reach out to all the regulators. We are going to do that uh, very soon. Reach out to all the regulators with all the material that we have and uh, you know, present our case to them uh, by doing both, addressing the concern and the future that crypto can have in India and uh, uh, start this whole engagement. It's going to be a long path. But I think the good thing is there's at least a bill everyone knows about. Before this, the problem was no one knew who's going to regulate, who's talking about it, what is happening. Today, everyone has some fo- point to focus on saying, okay, there is a bill. So we are all discussing for that bill. So yeah, I think uh, it's it's going to be, uh, you know, starting now. We are going to start this engagement. We've tried before, but it's not easy. I'm sure you know it, you know it. Uh, so, but the thing is, we can't give up. We have to keep doing it uh, till the point that everyone's comfortable with this whole, you know, sometimes I say that, you know, meet people, just say the word cryptocurrency or Bitcoin 100 times so that they're comfortable with that word first. <laughs> because most times what happens, you're, you're thinking, should I use cryptocurrency? Should I use crypto assets? Should I use crypto? What should I use? There's so much of fear in people. So we have to get that out. You know, we just have to talk. I think that's what we are doing as an industry. Yeah, I have a list of every government officer that I've met over the la- over in the two, three years that I was uh, heading BACC. I have that entire list with the date and the conversation and everything. So <laughs> that was very interesting. I think, in fact, most of my conversations were actually very positive. In fact, I've come out of most meetings um, really appreciating Indian bureaucracy, which is, of course, different than the political system. Uh, I'm impressed with how open they are. But later on, um, maybe I realize that they are polite. Or actually, that's just, uh, <laughs> I think they are really influenced by the political a kind of mindset uh, the bureaucracy is and i i understand uh, that but that but that's great and uh, uh what, on that note what are your views of the current bitcoin price uh, uh you know are we at the top are we near the top uh, 
and uh, what are your views on the future of uh, are you a bitcoin maximalist personally at a personal level uh, what do you think about altcoins ethereum uh, N- nfts blockchain what are your views on that sure uh, look i think i think uh, maximalist is a very strong uh, um, i would say uh, direction for me i i'm not a zero or one guy i'm i'm i i think we are humans because we are all, we have a gray matter and um, so even in everything i do i'm i'm okay with things around uh, i believe in bitcoin and i believe in it because uh, if you look at the whole genesis of that also it's it's it starts with anonymity nobody wants to own it and that's the beauty of it that's how it should be you don't have a owner of gold you just have gold in the world you know um, and i think uh, when that happens uh, it can't be beaten because only only people can be beaten when there is no one behind it it cannot be beaten so this whole idea of bitcoin i believe is going to stick around for a long long time and uh, what happens due to that is it's accumulating more and more trust in the world and as more and more trust come today i think it's trusted by 100 million people which is why it's valued at whatever a trillion dollars but what happens when it goes to 500 million people trusting it a billion people trusting it so the value of trust is increasing but the amount of uh, bitcoin out there is constant so you can only buy that much piece of it so the value is bound to increase it's a beautiful system um, you know it's so simple yet so powerful so i believe in it in the top on the bitcoin price um, I, i don't know i i'm i'm not a uh, so i think i think in the short term it's no one can predict it's just shooting in the dark in the long term i think this price will probably laugh over this price as well uh, some day you know but yeah uh, but apart from bitcoin i believe that uh, look in isolation even bitcoin will not be like the whole uh, only thing where people will then be involved even that needs everything it this might be the nucleus but you know to create an entire uh, organism you need a lot of things around it and i think that's where the rest of the uh, products and uh, blockchains and all the applications come in and uh, this is where ethereum binance uh, chain binance smart chain is there then there's uh, you have xrp you have everything you have uh, you know zilliqa there are so many things tron is there so all of this is needed because uh, everyone has different uh, you know needs and no single blockchain is going to be able to fulfill all the need because then that blockchain will not operate you'll need specializations for different use cases as well and i think that's where you will end up seeing a lot of the uh, uh, successes of course in between there will always be a few who want to like you know ride the wave and uh, probably they'll ride one wave and then uh, you know not rise again but then there will be products and uh, blockchains that are built for the long term which will evolve and grow um so so i'm i'm all in on everything that's happening um just pick and choose i think carefully you know it's it's really important so you don't think that the bitcoin blockchain is the internet ah i think i think we like to superimpose with what is happening i think it's a new world we're creating i don't think uh, there is a skeleton that exists already to say that this is how then what's the point uh, this is a paradigm shift we're changing everything uh, if the internet was one network i think uh, uh, the blockchain is a is a network of networks and uh, it's not just about one it's it's the it's like the brain you know everything is going to be there that's probably a important part but there's going to be so many other pieces to it but i'm definitely going to put you on a spot because you mentioned xrp as something useful as well <laughs> not really much <laughs> kidding uh, anything that you want to tell uh, wazirx uh, users or to the indian crypto community um i think i i i keep telling this so see the most important thing for india right now is regulation if we bring in uh, positive regulations our country will leapfrog in this whole technology now the way to bring that is uh, many uh, before at least people used to think what can i do what can one person do you know you can't make a difference uh, but i think now there's more confidence but the way to do this is each one of us we have to play our part and it does not mean someone is building they are responsible for this as a consumer i'm responsible for you know educating my people around me i'm re- responsible for trying out the products for using them for spreading them um, as a software developer i'm responsible for contributing to maybe even open source projects and maybe building some more so i encourage everyone that you know play your part and uh, the best thing is uh, th- these opportunities don't arise i cannot tell you that i helped india in uh, onboarding to the internet uh, because i did not have that opportunity i was one of the many 
but maybe three to five years down the line, all of us will be saying that we were the ones who made this possible. That's just one opportunity in a lifetime that we all get. Uh, and I think we should grab that opportunity so that a few years down the line, we'll, if nothing, you know, we'll at least have amazing stories to talk about this time when things were being built in the crypto ecosystem. Uh, because I think a few years, five, 10 years, it'll be ubiquitous and it'll not be new anymore. And uh, people will be comfortable with it. So I think this is the most exciting time. Get involved and uh, do your part, play your part so that you can say that I was part of this whole revolution that happened. I think we'll have more than interesting stories. I'm very confident. I've always been very hopeful about the uh, the crypto space in India. And I'm really happy with the numbers uh, that you guys are putting out, with the numbers that the crypto space in India is putting out. Uh, and it just makes my heart swell. Where can uh, users find you or follow your work on the internet, uh, Nishal? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very active on Twitter. Nishal Shetty is my handle. You can find Still me. Still on Twitter, huh? Yeah, yeah. Not given it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think I, network effect. Even if you hate it, you have to be on it. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, and my my DM is open. Uh, you can uh, though. I think the last few weeks has been crazy. It's really hard. My 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 mentions feed is more uh, uh, active than my home feed on Twitter. So <laughs> it's like you scroll, you get another fifty replies. But I'm, I I try to make time to reply that. So you can reach out to me on Twitter. That's the best. Emails, I think uh, I've, I've sort of almost stopped replying. Uh, it's just too much. So Twitter is the best. Twitter bubbles up the right ones, you know. Uh, if something is important, 20 people will like it. And then I see, oh, what's this? You know. So yeah, Twitter works well. So the hint is to message you and then make 20 of your friends like your message. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Only, <laughs> only if it's a good good one. Uh, <laughs> don't like the bad tweets. <laughs> Nishal, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, thank you for hanging in there and keeping the crypto torch burning in India. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks, Ani. Thanks a lot for uh, inviting me on the show. And I think uh, you keep saying you're not part of it, but uh, by doing these kind of uh, you know uh, podcasts and shows and everything that you've been doing i think this is what i'm saying we are all playing a part and uh, i appreciate you uh, still contributing so much to the whole ecosystem and hope to see you keep doing that i think we need your help also uh, you know your experiences and um, what you said in the initial days also i think when we met um, it's been really helpful. You think that you discourage, but I think uh, uh, when I hear these things, it helps me prepare better for uh, what's you know in front of me. And I know you you said that jokingly, but uh, I think you know all, all the things that you said have helped me navigate this better. And it's always good to learn from people who have better experience than you in things. And uh, for me, uh, crypto, the whole regulation was really new. And I think uh, you know talking to you uh, back then was really helpful. So thanks a lot for uh, all that you've done and I think uh, you will be doing a lot more. So I'll, I'll be watching you and all of your uh, podcasts as well. Cheers. Appreciate it, Nishal.